So where do you begin with an exercise like this? We begin by talking to the people, all people who are affected by this, all stakeholders who may have an opinion about this. As, as you just told the uh, listeners, the mandate is to find the causes of this violence against uh, migrant workers who are coming to our country. But we are also very interested in the concerns of our, the South African community. So we're going to, shall I say, speak to both sides, as to as many people as possible. I'm just driving out of the camp here at Chatsworth, where there are almost 2,000 people. Some of the numbers have been reduced because the Malawian government is transporting those who wish to leave. So I address them briefly. Uh, clearly, this is a, a situation that nobody wants. They feel very uncertain about their future. Uh, this uh, group set up by the Premier of KZN is a, a very serious initiative to get a comprehensive and authoritative picture of uh, how people are affected, why these things happen, hopefully for a long-term policy on these matters. Uh, above all, our concern immediately is for the protection of people against violence. Ma'am, you said... Yes. I mean, you served at the United Nations in one of its highest positions and at the International Criminal Tribunal for Rwanda. Have those years helped you prepare for this? And, and do you feel that there is light at the end of the tunnel in an exercise of, of hoping to reintegrate communities back into their homes? I have seen desperate situations all over the world where it seems so hopeless. But here in South Africa... The thing that strikes me is the, how people have volunteered, people from the South African community have volunteered to help, which is a very good demonstration of our constitutional values. That's one. And here in this camp, I've just seen the medical uh, attention is there, our children's activities planned to keep them occupied, uh, people's possessions are being safeguarded. So they seem to have seen to everything. Seeing it from an international perspective, I would not uh, sensationalize the matter, but I would take even a small flame as serious because I saw in the Rwandan genocide that witnesses said that hate speech against the Tutsis was spread like little drops of petrol. It spread all over the country until the whole country was on fire. So I'm very glad the Premier has taken the initiative to look at the causes, come up with some long-term solutions, because we don't want this kind of disrespect of foreigners who come into our country. To play devil's advocate uh, on this. So I, I am full of hope mm. because I feel comparatively this is a, a situation that has just started and it can be brought under control and addressed. Uh, in, in a long-term way. Critics of this would say that back in 2008, we also had reports commissioned. The South African Human Rights Commission, one of them, came out with very clear recommendations. You're working with them once again. What's to say that it's going to be different this time around? Are we going to act on those recommendations that you prepare? I am well aware that the uh, report prepared by the National Human Rights Commission was not acted upon. In fact, as UN High Commissioner for Human Rights, we funded that report partly because we were so concerned that 
this is speaking of the United Nations, we were concerned that the government adopted a national action plan to address this. And of course, it's disappointing that it is, uh, the action plan has not panned out. It is uh, our hope and our, and our position that we will encourage the provincial authorities to act on our report.